Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. five moments the mindless voice announced all those unseated will await the next show we filed slowly languidly into the hall the auditorium was vast and silent as we seated and were darkened the voice continued the program for this evening is not new. You have seen this entertainment through and through. You've seen your birth, your life and death. You might recall all of the rest. Did you have a good world when you died? Enough to base a movie on? Well, did you? Hello and welcome to the Beat Cave here in Detroit, Michigan. Home of the studio of this radio program. Only a cover song. I'm your host, Dan Augustine. Jim Morrison recorded that bit of audio that opened today's show back in 1970. Over 20 years later, in 1991, the same track was used to open the Doors movie. Ooh, eerie, spooky, prophetic. Not really. Years before the Doors movie was even a twinkle in Oliver Stone's eyes, I said that that would be the perfect track to play at the beginning of a movie about the Doors. If a movie about the Doors is ever made, so am I saying I'm the prophet here? Not by far. It just seemed really obvious. So obvious that a teenager living in the Midwest, aka me, was able to call that one out. But how many movies have been made about the Doors? Just one that I know of. What about Queen, Ray Charles, Tina Turner, Johnny Cash, Bobby Darin, Glenn Miller, Ian Curtis, Buddy Holly, the list goes on and on. There are certain bands and musicians who captured our hearts, souls, and imagination and whose impact was so powerful on the world that a movie had to be made about them. And while most of these entertainers only get one movie made about them, there is one group that has had many movies made about them, The Beatles. It's Sunday. February 9th, 1964. Thousands are mobbing the streets, praying for one glance. Ah! Oh my God! Ah! One touch. I figured out a way to get into the Beatles Hotel. The chances are a million to one. But some of them just might make it. Rosie, Grace, Pam, Janice, Smirko, and Ringo Klaus. Listen, I know everything there is to know about the Beatles. There's nothing I don't know about the Beatles. They've got no money, no tickets, no driver's license, and no fear. I want to hold your hand. It's the song they were playing the night America fell in love.
that was the trailer for the first feature film written and directed by Robert Zemeckis, 1978's I Want to Hold Your Hand, a fictional account of a group of girls who try and meet the Beatles when they come to New York to be on the Ed Sullivan Show. It's a comedy film that features actual Beatles music on the soundtrack. And that's pretty impressive that Robert Zemeckis was able to pull that one off for his first film. And now with a cover of the song that inspired the movie's title, here's Twisted Nixon with I Wanna Hold Your Hand. Oh yeah, I got that something I think you'll understand. But when I say that something, I wanna hold your hand. I wanna hold your hand. I wanna hold your hand. Oh please, say to me, please let me be your man. On today's episode of Only a Cover Song, it's movies about the Beatles. The next film we will look at is Birth of the Beatles, a 1979 movie produced by Dick Clark Productions. It was released in cinemas all around the world, except for one country, the United States, where it was shown on ABC television. Although the movie was released a year after the film I talked about earlier, I Want to Hold Your Hand, both films would make a great double feature, with Birth of the Beatles being shown first, and then I Want to Hold Your Hand. Birth of the Beatles begins in 1961 and ends in 1964, with the Beatles performing on The Ed Sullivan Show. And I Want to Hold Your Hand begins in 1964 with the Beatles arriving in New York to be on the Ed Sullivan Show. And while I Want to Hold Your Hand used actual recordings of the Beatles, Birth of the Beatles had Rain record all the music. Rain are the longest running Beatles tribute act. They were formed in 1975 and are still performing to this day. A Beatles tribute act that has lasted longer than the band they are actually paying tribute to. Shit up. 
Rain, with a cover of The Beatles, It's Only Love, and it is only love, a love story, as in John and Yoko, a love story, a made-for-TV movie shown on NBC in the United States in 1985. The movie begins in 1966 with a mob gathered around a bonfire full of Beatles albums and other merchandise. They are all angry because John Lennon said the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. We have not forgotten what the Beatles said. The movie ends in 1980 with John Lennon's murder. The movie was made with the cooperation of Lennon's widow, Yoko Ono. She was on hand when an actor from London auditioned for the role of John Lennon. Yoko really liked the guy and approved of his casting, until she discovered his name was Mark Chapman, the same name as the jerk who murdered John Lennon. She decided it would be bad karma to let him play the part, and so the role went to Liverpool-born actor Mark McGann. Mark Chapman, the actor that is, would later change his name to Mark Lindsay, so he went from sharing a name with a scumbag murderer to sharing a name with the lead singer of Paul Revere and the Raiders. And if both Mark Lindsay's were together in the same room, they could look at one another and say, Hey, you're just like me. That was Paul Revere and the Raiders with Just Like Me. Just before the song, I mentioned that the lead singer of that band and a London actor both share the same name, Mark Lindsay. And even though the actor, Mark Lindsay, was not chosen to play the role of John Lennon in the 1985 film John and Yoko, A Love Story, because of his real name, Mark Chapman, he did get to play Lennon in another movie. 
2007's Chapter 27, which is, chillingly enough, a movie about the other Mark Chapman. You know, that jerk. We will get to that movie later in the program. Right now, it's the 1991 movie, The Hours, and The Times. Can you imagine how big America is? How big in New Zealand? Doesn't America fascinate you? Sure. Could anything be bigger than America? Yeah. Just stand by that bush while I take your picture. I'm not very good at this. Of course you are. Dandies love to pose. I beg your pardon. Dandies love to pose, I said. The Hours and the Times is a fictionalized story of what might have happened on a real holiday to Barcelona that John Lennon and Brian Epstein took together in 1963. Epstein is played by David Angus and Lennon is played by Ian Hart. Ian Hart would play Lennon again in the 1994 movie Backbeat. cover of the Beatles tune, Please Please Me, from the 1994 film, Backbeat. As I mentioned just before the song, Ian Hart plays John Lennon in that film. The actors playing the other Beatles are Gary Bakewell as Paul McCartney, Chris O'Neill as George Harrison, and Paul Duckworth as Ringo Starr. There's even actors playing the parts of Stu Sutcliffe and Pete Best. Sutcliffe is played by Stephen Dorff, and Best is played by Scott Williams. As for the music in the film, a supergroup of American musicians was formed to provide the tunes like the cover of Please Please Me I just played. So who were the members of this backbeat band? It was Greg Dully of Afghan Wigs, Thurston Moore of Sonic Youth, Don Fleming of Gumball, Mike Mills of R.E.M., Dave Grohl of Nirvana, and Dave Perner of Soul Asylum. And now here is Dave Perner with Soul Asylum and a cover of the Beatles, Good Morning, Good Morning. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome to the annual award night of the Airline Hostess Jugglers Benevolent Association. Tonight's the night, right boys? Tonight the Airline Hostess Jugglers Trophy will be awarded to two outstanding members who have lived to the fullest the credos of our sacred charter of Airline Hostess Juggling. To wit, one up, one down, and one pending. Envelope, please. The winners, Jerry Lewis and Tony Curtis in Hal Wallace's production, Boeing, Boeing. It's those two nimble airline hostess jugglers, Tony Curtis and Jerry Lewis, in the In Comedy of the Year about making out. With whom? With Danny Saval, Christine Schmidtmer, Susanna Lee, and doing some special juggling of her own, the keeper of the boys' pad, Thelma Ritter, Jerry Lewis, Tony Curtis, Boeing, Boeing, from Paramount Pictures in Technicolor. You can work up a thirst a hundred different ways. You can get it painting, or playing tennis, plowing, or putting up a swing for the kids. Some people even get a thirst just thinking about a thirst. Matter of fact, I've got it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria Bitter. See red and get mad, mad savings on every CBS cassette. It's a wild red letter sale. All CBS cassettes have red lettering here, and they're all on sale. So when you see red, you'll get mad, mad savings on Men at Work, Toto, Pink Floyd, Michael Jackson, Culture Club, Journey, and more, more, more. Just look for the red lettering for Red Hot CBS Hit Cassettes on sale now. At participating stores. Available at all Sam Goody, Discount Records, and Musicland stores. I'm amazed the way you love me all the time 
Maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you Maybe I'm amazed at the way you pull me out of time You hung me on the line Maybe I'm amazed at the way I really need you Maybe I'm a man, maybe I'm a lonely man Who's in the middle of something That he doesn't really understand Maybe I'm a man, maybe you're the only woman who can ever help me. Baby, won't you help me understand? To the Beat Cave and Only a Cover Song. On this episode, a look at movies about the Beatles. In 2000, a made-for-TV movie was shown on CBS about the life of Linda McCartney. The movie really is a nice tribute to Paul McCartney's late wife, Linda. Just like Maybe I'm Amazed is a nice song Paul wrote for Linda. You just heard Joe Cocker's version. In the movie, The Linda McCartney Story, the part of Paul McCartney is played by Gary Bagwell, who also played McCartney in a movie I talked about earlier, Backbeat. So two of the actors in Backbeat played a member of the Beatles in two different movies. Bakewell was McCartney in Backbeat and The Linda McCartney Story. And as I also mentioned earlier, Ian Hart was Lennon in The Hours and the Times and Backbeat. Ian Hart also traveled to Liverpool with Aidan Quinn to help him prepare for a role playing a Beatle in the 2000 movie Two of Us. In that movie, Aidan Quinn played McCartney and Jared Harris played Lennon. Two of us riding nowhere, spending someone's harder pay. You and me Sunday driving. 
Neil Finn of Crowded House with his son Liam and a cover of the Beatles tune, Two of Us, which was also used as the name of a made-for-TV movie that aired on VH1 in the year 2000. The movie was based on a real-life event when Paul McCartney dropped in for a surprise visit at John Lennon's apartment in 1976. Both John and Paul have talked about this day in real life. Lennon, in an interview he gave to Playboy magazine in 1980, and McCartney has also mentioned it. Saturday Night Live did as a spoof they made an uh, an offer yeah. and Lorne Michaels who was producing is uh, I know quite well now he went to the uh, accounts department of NBC mm. and he said um, I can get the Beatles reunion so they said what will you pay <laughs> and the guy said well the standard fee for uh, live acts is so and so and it was like you know twenty four dollars thirty four cents so they used it as a skit yeah. and they said if you're out there Beatles <laughs> Come on, NBC's offering 24, and John and I happened to be in his house in the Dakota yeah. while this was going on, and we said, come on, should, sure. we, should yeah. we go? Yeah. It's just down the road. And for half a second, we nearly went. Of course, all we really know is McCartney showed up at Lennon's place in 1976. They hung out together and watched Saturday Night Live and saw Lauren Michaels jokingly offering the Beatles $3,000 to reunite. John and Paul considered it, then decided they were too tired to head out to the NBC studios, which was near the Dakota, where John was living at the time. And that's all we really know. 
The movie Two of Us is a fictionalized account of everything else that went on during this time, kind of stretching it out over a couple days. They play a song together on the piano, Don disguises and walk through Central Park, where they see a reggae band performing, go out to an Italian restaurant, and have some quite intense conversations. The film ends with John and Paul cracking up as they watch Lauren Michaels offering the Beatles $3,000 to reunite. They almost do it too. The movie takes some artistic license and offers a different reason they didn't head to the studio. Because let's face it, saying John and Paul were too poop to pop doesn't have the same feeling as John and Paul deciding they'd rather be with their wives. Which is how this Michael Lindsay Hogg directed movie ends. That's right, I said Michael Lindsay Hogg. The same Michael Lindsay Hogg that directed the real life Beatles in the 1970 film Let It Be. And another person with a close connection to the Beatles saw the movie and liked it. Okay, that's putting it kind of mildly because it was Paul McCartney. Aidan Quinn, who played McCartney in the movie, actually met McCartney shortly after finishing the film, and McCartney told him he liked it. I like it. Please don't take my heart away. It's happy where it is, so let it stay. You gave me love. You gave me what I wanted. You gave me love. McCartney with Your Way. Have it your way, have it your way, have it your way at Burger King. Sorry, I had to do it. And Jared Leto had to do it too. 
That is, he had to put on 62 pounds so he could look like the disgusting blob that is Mark Chapman. When Jared Leto was chosen to play the jerk Mark Chapman in the 2007 movie Chapter 27, he had to gain a lot of weight. Did he have it his way? Did he go to Burger King and other fast food restaurants three times a day to put on the pounds? He did that and more as he explains to Jimmy Kimmel here. How did you put all that weight on? Uh, well, just eating everything you think you're not supposed to. Pizza, pasta, ice cream, but yeah. my little trick was I would take pints of chocolate Haagen-Dazs and put them in the microwave and drink them. Uh, and well, you're not supposed to do that? Is, that? is that? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the sick thing is I would actually pour olive oil and soy sauce into the mixture as well to get me bloated even Wow. Jared Leto wow. talking with Jimmy Kimmel on how he put on the pounds to play the disgusting pile of blubber Mark Chapman in the movie Chapter 27. And as I mentioned earlier in the program, the guy who played John Lennon in this movie is actually named Mark Chapman. Well, actually, he changed his name to Mark Lindsay. And when Chapter 27 was released in 2007, he decided to call himself Mark Lindsay Chapman. Jeez, can't the guy make up his mind? Anyway, Chapter 27 was not received very well by the critics or Beatles fans. Then again, it's kind of hard to like a movie about the jerk who killed John Lennon. So let's move on to the next film, 2009's Nowhere Boy. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Making all his nowhere plans for nobody Doesn't have a point of view Knows not where he's going to Isn't he a bit like you?
That was Paul Westerberg with a cover of the Beatles tune, Nowhere Man. However, I'm going to tell you about Nowhere Boy, a 2009 movie about a very young John Lennon. And I will do that after this break. Where do you get your coconut? Sun-drenched, naturally sweet coconut. Snowy white, tree-ripened coconut. Tender coconut. You get it in your store, in Peter Paul Mounds and Almond Joy. Juicy coconut in dark chocolate, that's Mounds. Moist coconut, almonds and milk chocolate, that's Almond Joy. You want great coconut, get it in your store. We do. This is Art Linkletter. In event of atomic bombing or some other catastrophe, here's something important to remember. It will help save lives, including your own. Do not use the telephone. Leave the line open for official rescue and relief. This is your part in civil defense. Remember, don't use the phone. Leave the line clear for safety of your own life and the lives of others. Day. 
Hello and welcome back to The Beat Cave and only a cover song. On this episode, a look at movies about the Beatles. In 2009, a movie about John Lennon's early years was released, Nowhere Boy. It covered some of Lennon's years as a teenager, 1955 to 1960. The soundtrack features lots of songs from the early days of rock and roll, stuff like Jerry Lee Lewis, Screaming Jay Hawkins, and Gene Vincent. The soundtrack also features six songs by a group formed during the making of the movie, The Nowhere Boys. This band is made up of the actors in the movie who portray John Lennon's pre-Beatles band, The Quarrymen. And you just heard one by The Nowhere Boys. A cover of Buddy Holly's That'll Be The Day. I'll get another cover song on by The Nowhere Boys in a bit. First, a bit about the movie, Nowhere Boy. Although the movie Nowhere Boy deals mostly with John Lennon between the ages of 15 and 19, a couple of flashback scenes are necessary to explain why John is living with his Aunt Mimi. His mother, Julia, it's determined, is not fit to be a mother in social services, hands young John over to Mimi so she can raise him. John finds out the truth in 1955 and seeks out his mother. She becomes more like a friend than a mother to John. She teaches him to play banjo, and when John gets suspended from school, he hides out at his mom's house during school hours. So Mimi won't know he got suspended. Well, Mimi does find out and insists it stops. John refuses and moves in with his mom. A week later, however, he's back with his Aunt Mimi when she buys him a guitar. And I think we all know where the story goes from there. You know, the Quarrymen, Hamburg, the Beatles. There's more family drama, of course, which I'm not going to get into for two reasons. One, as Beatles fans, I'm sure you know Julia Lennon's tragic end. And two, I don't want to spoil the movie for those of you who have not seen it. And now, as I promised earlier, here's another one by The Nowhere Boys.
boys cover the Quarrymen's In Spite of All the Danger from the soundtrack of the 2009 film Nowhere Boy, which concentrates on John Lennon's life between the years 1955 to 1959. And now let's jump ahead to the years 1967 to 1971 with the next and final movie about the Beatles we will be looking at on this Movies About the Beatles episode of Only a Cover Song, 2010's Lennon Naked.
from the soundtrack of the 2010 film Lennon Naked, that was John Lennon with I'm Losing You. In the movie, Christopher Eccleston plays John Lennon and Naoko Mori plays Yoko Ono. The movie deals with John's relationship with his father, the death of Brian Epstein, John meeting Brigitte Bardot, John's separation from Cynthia, and his relationship with Yoko Ono, including The Bed-In, Yoko's Miscarriages, and the Two Virgins album. There's lots more before, after, and in between all that. Overall, the film depicts the darker side of Lennon. Not really the witty, charming side that most of the public think of when they think of John Lennon. Imagine there's no heaven a listener-submitted cover of John Lennon's Imagine, sent to me by Javier Parisi from Argentina. Parisi has never portrayed John Lennon in any movie, but he is currently portraying him in a play in Liverpool called This Girl. He is a professional John Lennon impersonator, and boy does he look a lot like Lennon. Don't believe me? Then go to onlyacoversong.com and click on the links tab. It is there that you will see a link to Javier Parisi's website. Click it and take a look for yourself. 
the guy is a spitting image of John Lennon. Although he has never played Lennon in a movie, even though he really should, he does play in a Beatles tribute band. I sat down and talked with Javier recently, and I'll be playing that interview for you. But before I get to the interview, I did mention my website, onlyacoversong.com. There are a couple other places you can check out Only A Cover Song online. Facebook.com slash Only A Cover Song, and at both TuneIn.com and iHeartRadio.com. Just do a search at either site for Only A Cover Song. And now my interview with John Lennon impersonator, Javier Parisi. Explain to my listeners your path to becoming John Lennon. How did it all begin? Well, I fell in love with them when I was eight years old. And because of then, I want to study guitar and English language. Twenty years ago, I founded my Beatle tribute band called the brothers. We played in Liverpool 10 years ago, and after that we started to play around South America. And of John, I always liked his sense of humor, his voice, and his rebellious spirit, saying what he wanted to say, always standing up for what he believed in. Did you get into the Beatles and John Lennon's music because you resemble Lennon? And have you always resembled Lennon? No, I didn't. I love his music as I told you before. My resemblance is just something natural. When I look in the mirror, I notice that I look more like my mom than John. <laughs> I am the spitting image of my mom. Maybe she looks more like him than I too. Anyway, the first time I noticed it was when I was 17 years old. How did you acquire the part in the play This Girl? Helen Anderson introduced me to the director. And after that, there were several auditions by Skype. I was working hard during three months sending videos, pictures, and recordings. Did you ever think that being a Lennon impersonator would lead to you going to Liverpool to meet people closely associated with Lennon, like Julia Baird and Helen Anderson? I am a dreamer, so I knew it was going to happen someday. And now here I am. I can't believe it. Besides portraying Lennon in This Girl, do you have plans to play John Lennon in any future productions? Yes, I do. And probably I will be involved in a new project about John. Do you play live shows often as Lennon. And do you have any original material of your own? Yes, I do. I will go on touring with my Beatle tribute band and solo, playing around the world. Yes, I, I do, but my own material is not commercial. Besides Lennon and the Beatles, what other bands and musicians are you into? Queen, Led Zeppelin, The Who, Elvis Presley, Ed James, Roy Orbison, and John Paul George and Ringo. <laughs> what era Lennon do you like portraying best? Mid 60s, late 60s, 1970s? Well, I prefer late 60s. And finally, are you a Cynthia guy or a Yoko guy? Oh, 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 oh. I am a jealous guy. <whistles> and that will do it for today's episode of Only a Cover Song. Thanks for listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.